0: Welcome to Conversations with Pussy. This is a podcast designed to empower you as a woman to rediscover your innate magic, your sensuality, your sexuality, and your deep feminine power. I'm your host, Grace Hazel, and I'm a women's empowerment guide. Well, thank you for joining me for this episode of Conversations with Pussy. I've actually moved house, guys, so potentially we're going to have a lot less farmyard noises and a lot more silence. So here's to some more professional-sounding podcasts coming your way. In this episode of the podcast, I will be talking about sperm and womb blood. So womb blood being the very blood that comes out of our system when we bleed um, each month. Uh, For some of you, you may not bleed each month, or you may have um, stopped bleeding altogether. However, today I'm going to be talking about, um, yeah, womb blood, so when we do bleed. And I'm also going to be talking about semen, so... um, the fluid that comes out of a man's penis um, when he is being stimulated and he ejaculates. And before I get into that, I'm going to give you a quick backstory about why the bloody hell I am talking to you guys about semen and blood. Um, And that brings me back to a time a few weeks ago where I was just kind of having a bit of a reflection about life. And I was thinking into the fact that kind of last year I was really just furious about everything. I was really indignant about many, many things that was going on around the world, especially for womankind. And I was kind of sat there thinking, "Mm, I don't feel really, really passionate or indignant about anything in particular right now. And then I went on to, um, assist my teacher on a retreat and, um, I was assisting him. He's one of like the most incredible teachers that I've had. And, um, we were sat around in this massive group and the group were actually a group of, um, Chinese women and men. And so we had this translator there translating all of our words and, um, essentially I was really surprised because well not surprised but it was really a beautiful experience because we were all discussing together um the things that come up in our lives around sexuality and um some of the ladies and men they were putting up their hand and asking me and my teacher some questions uh around sexuality and uh my partner was there too he was alongside us and at one point this woman put up her hand And like I said, I've been chill. And this woman put up her hand and she was like, "Um, so my husband makes me suck his cock and drink his ejaculate. So drink his sperm. I don't really like drinking the sperm, but I drink it anyway. And is there something wrong with me for not liking it? And in that moment, I just got so freaking mad, like really, really mad. And so my partner, um, I reflected to him about this and he was like, yeah, like I literally don't remember what was said, but I just remember looking at your horrified expression and your response to this woman was like so passionate. And it was like, I suddenly felt all of this, annoyance and indignance around um, feeling like this wonderful woman in front of me was doing something against her will because she was told that she had to, or she felt that she had to do something because of what culture or society or our husband was telling her to do. And so this led me to think, oh, I'm going to record a podcast about this. I'm going to record a podcast all about the things that we should not be saying yes to when really it's a no. Uh, And I felt really passionate about that. So I was going to especially count in there. We should not drink our partner's cum if we don't want to drink their cum. And I realized that actually, um, whilst I did want to make this podcast, Uh, I was reflecting on the fact that actually I'd really grown this big, let's say, resistance around semen and around handling semen or drinking semen or... Anything else in between, because I'd spent many years doing stuff with semen that I didn't want to do because I felt that I had to. Because I felt either pressured to by my partner or the person that I was with or by what my friends were saying that they did or what by society said that we were meant to be doing or the understanding of what happens in porn. And so I had felt all of this pressure for all of these years to do something with my partner's semen. And I had just got to this point where I was like, fuck that, I'm just going to do what I want. And that means that I'm not going to handle it. I'm not even going to acknowledge it. And so fast forward onto a uh, transformational course I was on just a couple of days after that retreat I was assisting on. And um, there was a experience and a talk Where, um, essentially, we got to go into detail about women's blood and our menstruation. So when we bleed and what we do with that and what we feel about it. And, you know, how we um, handle that time of the month and how it's really amazing when our partner is supportive of our monthly cycle and knows where we're at in our cycle and also honors our blood, too. And, um, that was really beautiful. Then it switched to, well, now let's talk about semen and, and what we do with semen. And in that moment, I started getting really resistant and triggery about the fact that we were about to talk about semen. I was like, Oh God, gross, or fuck. No, I don't want to deal with that. And in that moment, (laughs) I realized there was a problem because I was all for celebrating my moon cycle, my moon blood, my my menstruation blood. Yet I was absolutely against the celebration of semen and my partner's semen, my partner's ejaculate. And the way that this came to me was through the teaching that when we as women bleed, we are essentially, um, yeah, we're, we're bleeding a liquid that contains our seed. It's like our seed of life. It's the egg that could potentially create life. So this is a super sacred and potent Alexia that we are bleeding. And the same goes for our partners um, or our lovers or whoever it may be, uh, a man's ejaculate, a man's semen, like that's literally, quite literally, a lot of his seed. It's a lot of his life force. And a lot of the time, um, men are simply just either wiping that off, like if they've masturbated and putting it in the bin, or It's being grossed out by their partner and it's like, oh, just get this off of me. Or it's, it's kind of treated with, um, yeah, no reverence and care. And I realized that the way that I have been treating semen (laughs) ejaculate is exactly the way that I would hate for my partner to treat my womb blood, um, And so I've got to a position where I have attracted a partner into my life where he celebrates, as I mentioned, my womb blood and he celebrates when I collect it and I'll show it to him and I'll be like, oh, this is interesting. This is what my blood's doing this month. And, um, he embraces when I bleed that he would still love to make love to me and he still wants to be all up in it. Um, and if he can do that, then why can't I honor his? And it wasn't ever a pressuring coming from his side, but more this like deeper understanding of like, wow, you're not pressuring me to love this. And this now gives me permission to see how special and potent the Alexia of his seed is too. So why am I telling you this? Why am I telling you this story or this revelation that I had around our blood and semen? Well, firstly, let me get it straight. I'm not recommending or telling you that um, you should all go out and start being semen-guzzling porn stars. But <laughs> If that's your truth, then please, yes, go do it. I'm simply putting it out there that if we are welcoming and expecting our partner to welcome our fluids, then how about we open up the opportunity to welcome their body and their ejaculate as sacred too. In the welcoming and the empowering of us, like, yeah, redefining self. Like I, I use the word yoni and pussy, but yoni is the translation from Sanskrit of um, sacred temple. And in my work, all the work that I do and what I love to bring forth into all aspects of my life is like, like yeah, like treat my body as a temple and not let anyone else um, treat it like it's not a temple, you know, so treating it with reverence and care. And if we do that, then how about we start to reflect that reverence, that temple-like care to our partner's body too. And if your partner is a guy, then how can you begin to come into a place of worship for his body for his being and that includes of worship for his cock maybe for worship of his ejaculate and when we can begin to not only worship our body but also the body of our partners a different type of energy comes into i believe the way that we show up to our intimacy so loving ourself up, but also loving up our partner, this can bring a welcoming of all aspects of ourself and of our partner, which can create depth and primalness, let's say, to when we connect. Imagine a couple who are honoring each other's body, who are honoring each other's genitals who are honouring each other's blood and ejaculate in comparison to a couple who aren't honouring their bodies personally, don't really care for the bodies of their partner and are definitely grossed out by blood and ejaculate. And I'm going to leave you with that comparison. And so if this episode is moving anything inside of you, perhaps it's like you're a woman listening to this and you're like, actually, I'm not even cool with my blood yet. What are you even talking about? That's okay. And if you're a woman who does love up their blood, but perhaps isn't loving up the ejaculate of their partner, I would... Advise or guide, let's say, I don't like giving advice. I would guide you to question the reasoning behind that. And if there is an expectation around your partner honoring, at least, or accepting, let's say, at least, your blood, then can you begin to reflect that to his semen? And just going back to that piece, if you are a woman who's listening to this podcast and thinking, oh, I don't even know if I honor my own blood. Uh, I had a comment on Instagram the other day that was like so appalled that I had posted something that was like a woman with blood in her knickers. And um, it came to me as a shock that we would still find that piece of us disgusting. And so if you are a woman who feels that way, I would encourage you to speak to me. Um, I would encourage you to reach out to me and, um, yeah, it would be my pleasure to navigate this with you, navigate how to begin to honor your womb and to really see the power in your monthly bleed. So I hope that this episode has inspired you in some way I feel that there may be so much more to say and to cover on this subject of the subject of mixing and honoring blood and semen however I'm going to leave it at this for now if you've enjoyed this podcast please please leave a rating and a review if this has sparked something within you please share with your friends or please even just reach out to me and say hey I really resonated with this podcast please do more on this because the more that I get feedback from you guys on what you're enjoying the better idea I have on what's going down a treat for you and what you'd like more of so I hope you enjoy this initiation into not only the incredibleness of your womb blood but also to semen too I'll speak to you next week bye bye